Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's the show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to a new show of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am charged up to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about the second date shutout. Why does this occur? Well, maybe it is information overload, or is it just because daters are pickier than ever? For many singles, it's a one-and-done dating scene. Busy schedules, the need for instant gratification, and the ever-replenishing well of online dating clients have made it harder than ever to get a second date. Or maybe it's just as simple as she wanted a free meal. Are you caught in this rut? Let me throw you a rope and let's get you out of this situation. So the death of the second date, or should I say the second date that never was, There are many fish in the sea, but with the advent of Match.com, Tinder, even LinkedIn, for goodness sake, those fish have never been so easy to catch. We can order up our next date in the same way that we order a pizza. One in 10 Americans and a total of 91 million people in the world are now looking for love online. With that many people at our fingertips, dating has become a game of quantity over quality. First dates are easy to get, but landing a second is a mark of triumph. Combine packed schedules and adrenaline dump where they say yes and being sucked into a possible bigger, better deal just around the corner has many daters preferring to keep their options open. When it's so accessible, it gives the illusion that an endless supply of better awaits. Yet, unless it's a heart-pounding, magical experience, we are not giving the maybes a chance. There are a number of reasons why a relationship might fail to flourish after the first date. There are the obvious missteps such as drinking too much, bragging, or talking about your ex, but other less transparent errors can be just as damaging. It's a setup for disappointment. One luxury car salesman is fed up with online dating. He often feels duped once he meets a woman face-to-face. He admits that the thrill of the chase usually ends in disappointment. He goes on to say, when you find a potential match, you're excited and your expectations are high. When you meet that person and those expectations are not met, that's frustrating and then you don't want to waste your time. Of course, there are many instances of bait and switch online, but many first dates fail because of the human tendency to believe what we want to be true when given either exceptional or perhaps incomplete information. A lot of people will read a profile, create an idea in their head of who that person is, get their hopes up, and then they meet them 
and it all falls short in 2.2 seconds. They walk away, they're devastated, and not to mention that the person that they're on the date with is also going to have a very hard time recovering from that harsh judgment. Now, daters often misconstrue vague statements such as, hey, I like to work out to match their own expectations of the phrase. Whether that means an affinity for a weekend hike or training for a marathon, it doesn't help that we have less than a second to impress prospective mates with our ability to catch the prey. Princeton psychologists found that strangers form impressions within a tenth of a second of seeing our face. Talk about pressure. Instead of going on one date, Singles may have better luck getting to know someone in a recurring group situation, like perhaps meetup, tennis clubs, or photography classes. Oh, the old dreaded chemistry on demand. That's the expectation these days. If you've experienced the feeling of being swept off your feet, you may count yourself among the lucky ones, but it's a double-edged sword. Once you've experienced the euphoria of love at first sight, you may launch yourself on a mission to find it again and again. And then your expectation goes sky high and won't allow anything but an adrenaline encounter. A recent neuroscience study on love found that the euphoric love at first sight feeling has the same addictive impact as cocaine. Neurotransmitters like phenylethylamine, which is the love drug, and oxytocin are released when we meet someone special. So it's understandable that so many first dates turned out to be last dates if there's no immediate spark. This is especially true of millennials, who often get labeled as the instant gratification generation. The Pew Research Center project found that the hyper-connected lives of people aged 35 and under lead to a lack of patience. When a young person doesn't feel immediate chemistry, the likelihood of a second date is lower than it's ever been. Chemistry absolutely can grow over time, but in this fast-paced culture we are in and with the flood of available potential partners, it's the exception to the rule. Most of the time, there needs to be a little bit of chemistry to get to the second date. Psychologists say our social intuition, our gut, our inner voice is usually spot on. In other words, when we meet someone who gives us a bad feeling, we should trust our gut and not see them again. Some psychologists advise their clients to have a three-date rule, meaning that if you look at them and can say they're an attractive person, but you don't feel that lust, that wow, that spark, then you really owe it to yourself to go out with them three times. I disagree with this advice. If you don't feel it, you don't feel it, and your gut is usually right. Don't waste more time and money if it's not right. Because when it is, you can't wait to see them again, and that's the only barometer that you need. Sometimes it's not about the attractiveness. Sometimes it's another quality that draws you in, that intrigues you. There usually is a sign like this 
So to that I say, listen to that sign. Not enough time. So this is the new problem these days. The next dater works long hours and has a busy social calendar. He claims that if the first date didn't go super well, there isn't a good enough reason to go on a second date. He says that he needs to make a significant connection on the first date to take time away from his job or just hanging out with his friends. I can't say I blame him. It's all about priorities. According to It's Just Lunch, a survey that they did of 39,000 singles, 52% of the respondents answered that they felt they were too busy to date. Wowee. Apps like Tinder make snap judgments based solely on someone's appearance have sped up the dating game, but apparently not fast enough. When the dating service, check this out, new dating service called Tinder Done For You was launched a few years ago as an option for people too busy to swipe left or right on Tinder. So at that moment, we officially, as a society, became too busy to date. So what is this? It's a subscription-based dating expert service that will do your Tinder matching romancing and date setup and all you have to do is show up <laughs> pretty easy right holy cow well whether our busyness is real or perceived people who are serious about finding a partner make it a priority what will it take for that to happen well you know when the loneliness sets in when the years on the calendar roll by and when you are invited to yet another bachelor party the priority will shift for you to do better with hunting for your mate all right if you've just joined us you're currently listening to the men's advocate show with me your host linda gross today we are talking about second date shutout yep you never even got a chance to go on a second date, right? So we're going to discover how to solve this problem. If you've just joined us, you're welcome to call into the show, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. You can also uh, uh, message me on the chat line. Um, if you're listening live, the chat line is blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross forward slash DT short for dating tips, Linda Gross, and I will um, be able to see you on the chat line. All right. So when we come back from the break, we're going to find out is my date interested in me? So here's some ways that you can tell. We'll catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. 
Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about the second date shutout. Second date shutout. Oh, boy. Went on the first date. That went well, but not even a chance for the second date. So we're going to cure some of these problems. You can join our show. You can call with comments or questions, 323-642-1677. 323-642-1677. All right, let's hop back into the program. We're going to go over some some ways that you can tell if your date is interested in you, right? I know it's hard to talk and chew gum at the same time, but take a second to notice, is she interested in me? So here's how you tell. You might think there might be a couple of instances when you feel they are invested and are committed to you. But then there are times when you wonder if their sentiments are fading. So here are some signs that will help you diagnose the situation. Number one, your date is fully present. One of the clear signs that your partner is still interested in you is that they are totally present when you are together. In other words, rather than being glued to their phone, your partner's focus is on you when you're you're with one another. Conversely, if your partner is totally distracted, disengaged, and would rather place their attention on anything other than you, this person isn't very interested in being with you. Your date openly communicates with you. Another indicator that your date is still invested in you and that she is open, honest, and forthright. In fact, when your date confides in you and is comfortable sharing her true thoughts, feelings, and opinions, it is clear that she is interested in building a a strong bond and connection with you. On the other hand, if your date doesn't care to open up, up to you and completely shuts down the lines of communication, well, her interest in you is shutting down as well. Next up, you can evaluate, is your partner reliable? So let's take a closer look at her actions. 
Is your date dependable? Can you take your date at her word? If your date is fully interested in making your relationship work, she will be highly reliable and trustworthy. However, when you can't truly count on your date, you can count on the fact that she's losing interest in you. How about your date performs random acts of kindness? An additional sign that your date is highly interested in you is that she wants to make you happy. In fact, when your date is fully committed to you, she will go out of your way to surprise you in a good way, to help you and or simply be kind and generous in a way that makes your life better. In other words, when this person brings you an unexpected gift or lends a helping hand, uh, say, for example, on a weekend project, her end goal is to be with you in the end. This next one, is your date willing to disagree with you? Now, on the surface, this, this concept might be surprising. But when your date is fully interested in you, she will be willing to disagree with you from time to time. In fact, conflict plays a vital role in developing a long-lasting relationship as it helps to improve your communication skills as a couple, as well as it enables you to work as a team to resolve the issue at hand. On the other hand, when your date isn't truly invested or dedicated to you and your relationship, she will no longer care enough to disagree with you. And when your date doesn't even think that it's worth mentioning her differing opinion or point of view, it's because she feels that it's simply not worth her time in every sense of the word. How about your date talks about you guys and your future as a couple. Well, if you're wondering if your date is still interested in you, she'll also take a strong interest in your future together. With this in mind, when you and your date are on the same page um, about where things are heading and can openly discuss what you truly want going forward, this is a clear sign that your date is in it for the long haul. However, if your date completely avoids talking about your future as a couple, it's likely because there isn't one. Okay. All right. So are there particular ways to end the date in the right way? Yes, because you want to set the stage for the future date, right? So going on a first date can be both exciting and nerve-wracking all at once. Will the two of you hit it off? Will you have a lot in common? Will the conversation flow? While you may be spending all of your time and enjoying, uh, spending all your time and energy thinking about how you should act when you're on the date itself, it's just important to focus your attention on how to end the first date. After all, you may leave the date wanting to see this person again the right way so that you're being your best self, even if it was the best or the worst first date you've ever had in your life. Another way you can make this happen is to set the stage is to show gratitude. If you want to win big points when you end the first date, 
as well as do the right and polite thing, you should always remember to say thank you. It may be that they paid for your meal or drinks and that you are thanking them for picking up uh, the tab. Your gratitude can extend beyond beyond a financial dependence, though. You could be thanking them for their time, especially if they had to drive all the way across town or struggled with parking. Gratitude goes a long way, whether the date was good or bad. So the bottom line is that in ending the first date, do so by thanking this person for coming and for meeting up with you. It's a really simple gesture that can go a long way. Even if you don't want to see this person again or if you've had a frustrating day uh, prior to the date or if simply you don't care about the impression you make, it's always a good idea to be well-mannered. You may not fall in love at first sight, but it's just as important to not give anyone reason to hate you after you go because you were rude. All right. So... What are some things that you can do to uh, help with the future date? Well, one reason, one thing that a lot of guys that, that were very interested in me when I was single is they absolutely make an effort to set up a date and time for the next date. Like, why leave it to chance? Do so at the end of this, this date. All right? Lock it down. Um, try to avoid using generalities, phrases such as we should do this sometime again, or it'd be fun to meet up at some point. Again, a girl likes you to be confident, take charge and be the leader. So I would say, you know, try to go ahead and and, uh, make that, make a next appointment, make a next date. Another thing that you can do on this date is to be kind. Speaking of not wanting to see your date again, it's always in your best interest to be kind and respectful respectful when ending uh, this first date. All right. So there's a certain amount of benefit, um, benefit of the doubt that you have to give somebody, especially if this was a blind date or a setup via computer or an app. Your inclination may be to point out that, hey, they don't look like their profile pictures or they came off as conceited or that they're simply boring, but instead you should always opt for maturity. So um, just take the, the high road with something like this. All right, so if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the second date shutout, second date shutout, meaning that you didn't get a chance to go on that second date. Let's find out why this is happening. Call me at 323-642-1677. 323-642-1677. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how to get that second date. All right? All right. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. 
meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the second date shutout, the second date shutout. Have you been blocked out of a date? Let's get you back on track. So here's how to set up the second date on the first date. All right. Number one, ask for questions. Women enjoy talking, and studies have shown that women tend to communicate verbally more often than guys. So ask her questions about where she grew up or what her job is like or what sorts of hobbies she has, what her favorite movie was. Women often naturally take the role of an interviewer on the dates, so you needn't worry about it becoming a one-sided conversation. That ain't going to happen. She'll definitely still ask you about how you got that cool scar on your chin, and then you can tell her all about it. Number two, be interested and interesting. This is not the time to tell her how lousy your day was or talk about past girlfriends. You want to make her feel comfortable and special. Demonstrate that you have noticed her and that you like her. Keep the focus on her. Keeping the focus on her will also help you not overthink things, including whether or not she likes you because you don't care. Remember? All right. So this is not about you. So don't get too stuck in your head because when you get stuck in your head, you're going to come across as selfish and that'll be a turnoff to her. So be interested and interesting. All right. Number three, touch her. Yeah. Another great way to show that you're interested in her is to touch her in subtle ways throughout your first date. Now, this could be a quick peck on the cheek when you greet her, touching her arm as you make a point, or putting your hand on her shoulder as you help her with her jacket. This will help her understand that you like her and allows her to think about what she might feel about you. Be nice to other people. Well, we notice that when you're short with the waitress or you only leave the bartender a measly $1 tip on a $25 bar tab, well, we assume that you're that jerk who will cheat on us with a stripper. 
Now, <laughs> are we jumping to conclusions? Of course we are, but that's where our minds go. So be rem- remember to be um, mindful and generous with people. Being needlessly rude to anyone on date number one can easily sink your chances for date number two. So cover your bases, be nice, be generous, and that's good advice anywhere, anytime, not just on a date. Number five. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Show your happiness and smile. Allow yourself to have a good time. If you are having fun, she's likely to be having fun too. She will want more of that and will be more likely to say yes to a second date. Number six, be confident. So don't confuse being a gentleman with being a pushover. A gentleman asks the lady what she would like before ordering themselves. A pushover doesn't know what to do. A gentleman notices uh, things about his date. For example, if she appears to be cold, um, he'll notice that and take steps to correct it. A pushover will be so busy thinking about how he is coming across. You don't want to be that person. Again, it falls in the category of being selfish. Number seven, pick up the tab. I know that going Dutch makes sense these days and the economy stinks. She has a job just like you. You may not even know each other all that well, but if you don't at least make a sincere gesture to pick up the tab, well, you may not get a second date. I know it's a double standard, but it's something to consider. So when the bill comes, go ahead and reach for it and slide it towards you. If she offers to split it, politely but adamantly decline. Or maybe you can suggest that she buy you an after-dinner drink instead. However, if she has a brain tumor insisting over and over again that you split it, just let her. No one wants to have a screaming match over who's paying. And this might also be a sign that she's being so insistent because she doesn't want a second date. So to this category, I say your first dates should never be long nor expensive. (laughs) All right. Do not go for the $200 dinner. Do not go for a three-hour concert or something like that. They should be short and sweet. And financially, it should be easy to pick up the tab. A quick little drink here or maybe a walk at farmer's market. Make it short, sweet, under an hour because you want her to look forward to seeing you again. And in that instance, you don't have to worry about who's going to pick up this tab. All right, number eight, I keep stressing this time and time again, but hey, it's worth mentioning once again, go in for a kiss at the end of the night. If you don't give your date a romantic kiss, you have severely ended your chances of landing date number two. When there is no kiss, she thinks you are not romantically interested in her and you will end up in the dreaded friend zone. Now, with a kiss, even if the date wasn't filled with fireworks, there's a good chance that you may redeem yourself with a knockout kiss. So make sure you put that on the agenda. 
By the way, you can find these tips and more of my tips in my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. It has changed many, many thousands of lives, and I hope that it will change yours as well. I don't hope. I know. I guarantee. It's a money-back guarantee. You don't like the book. I take the book back all is good. Um, But I haven't found that to be the case yet. You can find it on Amazon. You can uh, buy the ebook and digitally download it in 90 seconds or just ask for the paperback version. Most men do ask for the paperback version. They tell me they read it four and five times because there's so much information in there, so much good and pertinent information, easy to follow, not obvious information, but easy to follow, easy to do, and easy easy to be successful in a short amount of time. So get it. They tell me they read it four and five times with a yellow highlighter. I want to hear from you that you have read it and what that book has meant to you. Mastering Women on Amazon. Go make that happen. All right. So number nine, follow the two-day rule. So if you haven't asked her out by the end of the day, which by the way, I recommend if you really like her, you get that gut feeling that you really like her, just go ahead and ask at the end of the date. All right. But if you want to like stretch this out, maybe you're dating multiple women and you're not sure, or maybe you're about to take a business trip for three weeks or whatever it is, you know, there's life happens. I get it. Maybe you don't, don't feel the willingness to ask her out at the end of the date. Well, you should connect with her uh, within two days. So here's what happens. On day three of radio silence from you, she starts to think that she's never going to hear from you again. I wouldn't let that happen. Even if you can't see her right away, um, connect by day two. And even let's say you are going on a three-week business trip or vacation or whatever it is, connect by day two and say, look, here's my plans. I'm going away, but I'll be back in September Let's book the date then, or let me give you a call as soon as I get back in town. Give her something to go on, all right? Because otherwise, here's where her little brain goes. So she starts to justify why she has spent this fruitless time with you. She will then start to bash you. So, you know, that slight gap between your teeth is now starting to annoy her. Your loud eating habits gross her out. And even the fact that you wore sneakers on the date, geez almighty, do you really have no sense of style? This is where her brain goes. So before you know it, she's already told all her friends and they are telling her that she can do better. I know it sounds extreme, but this is how women's brains work. So don't let her get in these muddy waters and bash you, right? Just make that call or send that text and just get, you know, get this done. Now, remember, all girls love that you ask her out early on. It's the confidence gene that kicks in and she may give you a break to see you again where otherwise, if you waited too long, she no longer cares. You can make the date a week from now from your call or text or whatever, but don't let more than two days go by before you guys talk again. So when you do talk, just be chill. It's not life or death. 
you're okay with no matter how she answers. If the answer is no, guess what? This is actually a freeing experience because it frees you up to date somebody else. Um, Either way, if it's a yes, if it works out, great. Now, if it doesn't work out, just look at this as a learning opportunity. You have to kiss a lot of candidates to actually get the one that you're meant to be with. And you know what? Here's the most important thing of all. You will know it when you get there. Like I was saying a little earlier, listen to your gut. Your gut is not wrong. It usually is giving you a compass of what direction to move in. And there is nothing, just like in business, there is nothing better than momentum. Also in sports too, this is very important. If you haven't picked up that bat in a week, it's going to be pretty hard to get back into the groove, right? But if you're practicing every day, every day at the same time, every day, and your game is one o'clock the next day, you're just going to flow right into it. And that's how you want this encounter with your first date to appear also. Like you have it handled, you've thought this through, you're confident, you're, you're following my tips that I gave you earlier during the show. And And these are things that are going to make you feel solid. And when you're solid, from a girl's point of view, there's nothing better than that. It doesn't really matter that maybe you might not be the most attractive or have the guy that has the most amount of money or is the most intelligent. But I'm telling you that confidence gene wins out every time. That plus a kiss at the end of the date, you've pretty much got it nailed down that you're getting another date. All right. So I want to hear from you. How did it go? Tell me about your first date encounters. I would love to hear lots of ways that you can contact me. Um, You can contact me by message right here on blog talk radio. Also on SoundCloud, you could leave a message, Facebook, IG, you can, um, you know, leave me messages in all these places, not a problem. I'm easy to get a hold of. Or if you want to post directly on the page on Facebook or, or IG, that's fine too. I'm here. I'm ready and willing to listen. All right. Okay. So last week's show, if you happen to have missed it, we were talking about Enneagrams, how people think and your reaction to them. I wanted to introduce you to the nine basic personality types inherent in human nature. There's a new psychological test that is based on the ancient system of the Enneagrams. This knowledge will help you better understand how others think and why they behave as they do, as well as increasing your awareness of your own individual personality. The end goal here is to enjoy more satisfying and fulfilling fulfilling relationships in all areas of your life by using these personality types. So on last week's show, we took some of the mystery out of why others do what they do and your reaction to them. So you can take that test yourself. It's a free test. I have the links on last week's show that you can um, go and and take the test. It only takes a few minutes. You can give it to the, the test to those around you and then hit me back and let me know what your findings were and what you thought. Okay. You can listen to last week's show and any and all of my archive shows on SoundCloud. All you have to do, if you don't already have it, 
if you're not already a subscriber or you don't have it saved to your favorites, is just Google the men's app. By the way, all of my uh, links, it's the same thing. You just use the same name as the show, the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross, and go to SoundCloud, five years of shows. You can catch up, do some binge listening. You can also listen to us on the TuneIn app, um, your favorite podcast channel uh, app, and also right here, of course, on Blog Talk Radio. All right? Um, if you like our show, show your love. There's lots of ways you can do so. Listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my book, Mastering Women on Amazon. All right? Make that happen. All right. Tell your friends about the show. And I look forward to seeing your comments and questions. If you have a potential topic or potential guest that you want me to have on the show, I'm more than happy to follow up on that. So let's make that happen. Until then, we are usually here each and every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. The name of our show is The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Bye for now, and we will see you next week.